Now, the Prime Minister once described his Brexit deal with the EU as oven ready. Now, Boris Johnson is expected to give his strongest backing yet for no deal by suggesting that both sides should move on if no agreement is reached by the 15th of October. In yesterday's Mail on Sunday, the UK's chief Brexit negotiator, Lord Frost, said they'll not blink first ahead of the eighth round of talks which are getting underway this week. So what are those stalling points? Can a deal be achieved? Professor Anna Menon is director of the UK in a changing Europe and joins us now. Good morning to you. Morning. Um, They're not just talking about walking away if they can't reach some form of agreement. They're also planning to introduce a bill which could undermine the EU withdrawal agreement that they've already signed. Yeah, absolutely. We already had a number of sticking points in the negotiations with the EU, but overnight in a story in the Financial Times, a whole new sticking point has emerged, which is the government is planning to put out legislation this week on the UK's internal market. And the rumour is that in that legislation, they're planning to contradict the very agreement that Boris Johnson signed with the European Union only a year ago. And that's causing real concern both in the EU, but particularly in the Republic of Ireland. And they are both sides are sort of talking tougher before they go into this new round of negotiations. How serious are they about walking away from this? I still think both sides would prefer to have a deal. The problem is that obviously both sides would prefer to have a deal on their own terms. And their own terms at the moment are incompatible. So I think, you know, there's going to have to be concessions on both sides to get a deal. I don't think it's impossible, but I think equally that it's worth bearing in mind that there are real matters of principle at stake here. And it's not all simply a question of posturing. Um, Is it principle on one side or the other? We know that obviously in terms of the UK negotiating position, it's fishing and state aid, which are the two issues. Well, yeah, and they're the big issues across the piece, which is on fishing... uh, The British government is committed, I think, to A, regaining control over who can access our fishing waters. So they want to have a regular process whereby we get to allow who we want into our waters. And of course, they want to increase the proportion of the quota that is available to British fishermen. Uh, I think fisheries, there is a compromise available. But on on state aids, which is the sub subsidies that governments can give to companies, you're quite right. There is a gulf between the two sides. The EU wants us bound by its rules and regulations. The British side, for their part, are saying the whole point of Brexit was not to be bound by your rules, so we're not going to sign up to that. Um, There was uh, reports across the weekend that the EU was um, perhaps thinking about removing Michel Barnier as their chief negotiator. What's that about? Uh, Well... My sense at the moment is that that is not going to happen. And particularly in a way, stories like the one about uh, the Irish protocol are going to harden the resolve of the European Union. I think at the moment what we'll see is the member states saying, Michel Barnier has a mandate. It's up to him to negotiate that mandate. If he can't do it, we are fully behind him. I'm very sceptical about the notion that member states are suddenly going to go behind the back of their chief negotiator. We've had those rumours throughout this Brexit process and they've never really proved to be accurate. And we knew that the EU had said that this needed to be done by the end of October in order to get it ratified by all the member states uh, before the end of the year. The Prime Minister has said if there's no deal by the 15th of October, then he's preparing to walk uh, walk away. What's the timing on that? Well, I mean, these things are always a little bit flexible, aren't they? The reason why the Prime Minister is saying the 15th is that is the day of a meeting of EU heads of state and government where they can sign off, informally at least, any deal that has been done and perhaps meet up for last-minute negotiations. Uh, 
I still think that actually, whilst it will be difficult and the, the time pressure won't make life easier for either side, they could probably keep going a bit afterwards. Uh, but certainly by the time we get to the end of October, then the prospects of getting something in place that we can start applying from the 1st of January start to look increasingly slim. And they have to start preparing for a new deal. Yeah, they do. But bear in mind that the kind of deal the government is negotiating is a fairly thin trade deal. So in in some respects, at least, the gap between your preparations for a deal and between your preparations for no deal is not all that great. Professor Anand Menon, thank you very much indeed for talking to us this morning. Anand is director of the UK in a changing Europe. 19 minutes.